0: hello again welcome back thank you you're fucking welcome (laughs) welcome back from yesterday or from last week i don't know should we talk about the shit show that was yesterday i would like to (laughs) (laughs) fucking go because it was terrible so okay we were going to record yesterday because today is tuesday which is the day that we upload right this should definitely be out today yes so it is out on wednesday instead (laughs) um And yesterday, no Monday, yes Monday was yesterday. Oh no! (laughs) This is starting out well. (laughs) Was International Women's Day? Yes, which is the best fucking day in the world. But we were recording an episode on it. I didn't even like it. It was terrible. Well, okay, it wasn't terrible. We had some good moments. There were okay moments. (laughs) Uh, And then. We were, I was listening to it to like, you know, look for anything we needed to edit out or anything like that. And I'm like, what the fuck? There's a big piece. I was like, I vividly remember talking about this and it's not in here. Yep. And we were missing like a good chunk of our episode. It was probably like 15 minutes. Cause when, when they walked back in and I hit stop, we'd been talking for like 15 minutes and none of that. No. And like, when I looked at it, I was like three minutes. Like I really didn't feel like that was three minutes. Anyway, so the whole fucking thing just got... The, that was the universe's way of telling us, like, look, the episode was bad anyways. Just fucking... Cute. Be. Nice try, girls. Move on. <laughs> so, yes. We did celebrate and appreciate... What are you looking at? Well, I kind of thought Lucy was hunched over. <laughs> and after Lose. the conversation we hey. had the other day, Hey, I thought she was maybe pooping in the floor. What? Okay. She's not. It's fine. That's, God, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <me out. laughs> Anyways, happy belated International Women's Day. Yep. Um, Sorry, we suck. I'm not. (laughs) S-U-C-C-S. Sorry, we S-U-C-C-S. Sorry, we sucks. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'm not sorry. Because I don't want to be. Yeah. I only apologize for things I want to apologize for these days. As you should. Fuck politeness. (laughs) I wish they could see your face sometimes like when we're fucking recording and you say something that you're so proud of. You get this huge fucking grin on your face because uh... anyway, (laughs) it was a nod to Karen and Georgia there. I know you're there. You always are. You always are, even in our imagination. Okay. So Georgia's wedding anniversary was either today or yesterday, and she posted pictures of her and Vince from their wedding on Instagram. I think I saw them. Yep. They were the cute. And then like her dress was so Georgia. Yep. Like vintage as fuck. Like So for those of you who don't know, we're talking about my favorite murder, which is the podcast that Em and I bonded over. It's the only reason we're friends. Mm, I don't know about that. It's the main reason we became friends because I wouldn't have fucking liked you otherwise. Bullshit. That's a big fat lie. That's the biggest lie I've that, ever told saying, in yeah, my life. That lie makes me feel sick because it's such a big fucking lie. <laughs> such a liar. Um <laughs> um, so yes that is why we're uploading late um sorry oh yeah we already said sorry and then you said no sorry not sorry that's right moving on wow women are awesome it was a great day except for the podcast that was not a great day oh my god and then chris couldn't fucking open the salsa oh we had tacos last <laughs> night and they were really good everything was good and then Chris is like, "Ooh, let me grab some salsa. So excited about it. And we spent the whole meal. Trying oh, to open this jar of salsa. And we would each take turns trying to open it. And then we would hand it off and then eat our tacos. And then Em and I tried to tag team it. Like, no, they did not want us getting meat. What if it was poison? We're all going to slowly die now because cyanide in our salsa. I think it would have happened by now if it was last night. No, it's like a slow, slow poisoning. I don't know. Davina sent me something on. Well, Davina's uh, actually here. She's <laughs> sitting in the corner over there. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> she sent me something on a serial killer that I read shortly before coming over. So love. It was awesome. Anyway, we love that for us. Yeah, That's why we're all f- good friends. Yes. But no, it was, Beautiful. It was a good women's day. We, I think we had some good conversation in the podcast yesterday about yeah. women and like the oppression that they faced and stuff. And how we rise above and and kick ass women in the the field that we're in yep 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 however the episode itself was trash so just know that we're here and we love and support women and um we did in fact celebrate we did with a bad podcast and tacos and salsa you're welcome that did not open still you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) thank you Thank you. And out. <laughs> okay, so how has your life been? Um, good actually good. I know yesterday you were kind of a little spicy. Okay, yes. I have my moments. I have my moments. But I also sat in a chair for six straight hours. So I had like back-to-back clients yesterday. And then um, yeah, it just it just was a lot. Like when mm-hmm. you're sitting in a counselor intern position and you're like just bombarded with client information, it's not anything abnormal. Like I've listened to trauma and people who are struggling for like going on 13 years now. Mm -hmm. But for some reason yesterday kicked me in the tail. And by the time I got here, I was a little spicy. You were a little spicy. I don't mind it though. Then you got fed and it was a little bit better. I also didn't eat like all day yesterday because I was so back to back. And Mm -hmm. I told you like, this never happens ever. In the 13 years I've been working in mental health, this is the first time not only were all my clients present, but they were (laughs) fucking early. (laughs) all of them. And I was convinced that like at least three of them were going to not show up because I'd moved their appointments from Mm -hmm. their typical day. Mm -hmm. And like, every time I opened the door, there was someone standing there. I'm like, the fuck are you doing here? I got to pee. I'm (laughs) hungry. I can't even eat a piece of candy. Like wondering how unprofessional it would be to drown myself in Hershey's kisses while they're talking to me about their trauma. (laughs) So it was, that I think was like the, you know, you're, of my you're really doing a, an awesome job of convincing me to go clinical for my internship. So you should. You'd be so good at it. I'm very happy listening to you talk about this. Talk about helping people. You don't want to help people? <laughs> God, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. <sighs> okay. Moving on. How's so, your life been? It's been good. Also well, tell me about Cheyenne. Yeah. So I went to Cheyenne. Um I got myself an Airbnb and I was like, bye, husband, I'm leaving. Um, it was good. My Airbnb was super, super cute. Um, the lady who ran it was an absolute angel on this planet. Um, I thought I was going to get murdered at one point. <laughs> I told you, like when you said that, I was like, I'll call Karen in Georgia. I'll submit this to my favorite murder. You know what? Daily. Chris. Until they read it. Chris was mad that I told him. us <laughs> because Chris doesn't get you like I do. Well, because, okay. So here's what happened. It's 10 PM. I'm doing my homework and someone knocks on the door. I'm a female. I'm alone in a place that I've really never been. I'm not going to open this fucking door. I was petrified. So I called Chris and I was like, what do I do? What do I do? He's like, do you want me to call the cops? I was like, no. You <laughs> didn't tell me that. You told me he's like, look out the window. Yeah, he did say that. He's like, just look out the window. See if they're still there. I'm like, yeah, that's a brilliant idea. Chris, have you seen any scary movie ever? That's what I said. I was like, this is, you're, exact, you're setting me up for a typical horror movie script. Yeah, Chris, you're the dumb bitch who runs up the stairs with the killers in the house instead of out the front door, that's- right? Right, Jesus. Anyways, so You're not a bitch, Chris. I just sorry. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> I was just mad. Uh, <laughs> um so I don't know where I was. Oh, so I was like, if I die, make sure this ends up on my favorite murder. And he's like, Would you shut up? <laughs> he's like, Don't say that. Um, it's a valid request. If I ever get murdered, somebody please submit my murder to Karen in Georgia. I know, like, that's my dying wish. So, anyways, um, I ended up texting the lady who ran the Airbnb. I was like, Do you have any idea who would be knocking on the door at this time? Like, I'm just a little freaked out. And she was so sweet. She like, she was like, Do you want to call me? Like, and she did everything in her power to make sure that I was like comfortable. And then like I felt good like five minutes later. So the whole mm-hmm. trip was good. Mm-hmm. I spent a gross amount of money. Um, I got you lots of duties. Oh my God. They're my favorite. And then I got myself lots of duties and then that's it. Perfect. So I had a good time. Did you come back like rejuvenated and all cared for? And Yeah. And then we came back and we surprised you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my whole week has been off though. Like I, f- I feel like today should be Wednesday is technically. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you did that? And I was like, oh my God, no. Cause I had a conference today. So it was definitely Tuesday. So tell me about your conference. It how was, was that? What was, did you learn today? So it was all on school mental health. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first presenter was the keynote speaker and she was by far my favorite, um, Allie Kern. And she's like an, a speaker and she travels around and she does all these talks. And she was talking about um, mental health in schools and how if we want our kids to be okay, the adults have to be okay. right? And right now the adults are not okay we're all like struggling amidst this pandemic and all the changes and trying to adjust to things. Um, and as the adults, we are presenting what the children should be behaving like. However, we're not okay. Mm-hmm. And if we're not okay, how the fuck do we expect our kids to be? Okay. And we're looking at kids who, whose needs are not being met. And the most powerful thing she talked about because she was a school social worker before she moved on to what she's doing now. right? And she's like, the one things that the school cannot keep doing is passing kids off to clinicians and therapists and expecting them to be the answer because you're missing this entire tier two. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in Shadron we're very lucky because of how integrated our school system is. Our with the schools clinicians. are awesome. And I fucking love the people in our schools. I mean, uh, we've said this multiple times in different, in- uh, not interviews, um, episodes too, but it, it like, doesn't we just talk the fuck up when well, it doesn't change though. I mean They're like great. Our school system and our, um, <clears throat> The staff there, they're so... administration. The administration, thank mm-hmm. you. They're so consistent with having the kids' mental health top priority. And right. so they I don't feel like they ever pass the buck. And they're like, oh, well, you're struggling, so go to a counselor. Well, like, from the principal to the receptionists to even the school resource officer. Like,
1: yeah. all of them.
0: Just... The, all of yeah. them. So I, I did. I learned a lot about how, like, in order to make sure the kids are okay, we need to make sure the adults are okay. And in order to do that, we need to have those conversations and make sure that school staff are trained and educated. And she's like, collaborate with your clinicians, have them come in and train your staff, have them talk to them. Right. Um, and it was just super powerful. I really liked her. And then I went to a breakout session on nutrition and mental health and how, what, hey, you, that's right on my family. alley. Yeah. So just talking about like how the things you eat can either improve your mood or bring your mood down. Um, and then I listened to Jerry and Lonnie talk about how they've, how the Shadron public schools have integrated behavioral health services into the school. Cause so we've got a clinician inside the schools. Mm-hmm. We've got the school social worker. Um, I work really closely with the school social worker in terms of like getting mm-hmm. resources set. We've got, you know, youth programs and everything that come in and out of the school. So I listened to them and then there was a pet parade and there was some chair yoga. And then there was the panel discussion, which I left early, but. That sounds great. It was really good. I wish I would have gone. You should have, it was good. Okay, sorry about your bad well- luck. Oh dooy. <laughs> <Oof. laughs> <Deucy. laughs> okay. Um, you have anything else before we dive on in today? No. Okay. Um, so we're going to talk about empathy and sympathy today. Beautiful yes one thing that we talked about yesterday in our um never before seen video oh my gosh lucy's like oh my god tell me about this (laughs) um maybe we'll like release a blooper one day and it'll be like the first five minutes of that that horrible horrible episode um okay any more commentary lucy before we actually get started Nope, just a lot of loving. Just kisses with my standard breath. Dude, her breath is fucking rank. Like, <laughs> when I, when we got here yesterday, and I lay down, and I was like, oh, my God, she's going to come cuddle. And she, like, gets right on me, and then she's like, <sighs> I was like, get <laughs> off. Oh, deuce. You need to brush her teeth. Get her some dentist sticks. Okay, tell me what we talked about that you want to talk about now. Um... <laughs> Whoa. Something we talked about yesterday in our International Women's Day episode that was never posted um, was Brene Brown. Oh. mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, when we were talking about like powerhouse women in the mental health field, I think she's obviously number one. We talked about her at the conference today, too. She tweeted me. Shut up again. Oh. No, just the (laughs) one time. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you told the podcast, but you've told me a couple times. Brene Brown tweeted me one time, so I'm basically famous. (laughs) She was... Fucking brought up in the um, conference today is how she's like the queen of vulnerability. And that's Ugh, love. You know, a super cool thing. Anyway, um, my internet says I'm not connected anymore. Did you turn your hotspot off? Because now I'm nervous our fucking thing is not going to record. Wait, push stop recording. Oh my God. Okay, crisis averted. We're fine. <sighs> that was spooky. Well, it just like, it just said it wasn't working anymore. And I got scared. What the fuck, Lucy? Come here. My My goose is getting angry. Come here. Oh, wow. I'm out of breath. Well, you just fight, tried to fucking, like, execute me on your <laughs> floor. No, I was trying to carry you, like, a backpack. backpack, <laughs> oh, backpack. I saw on TikTok that you can pop bags like that. I have anxiety, so you can't just, like, tell me to do something and not explain <laughs> to me what's happening. Well, then I did explain it. You still wouldn't let me do <laughs> it. <laughs> then I got nervous because I knew what you were doing. Davina, can I do it on you later? Yeah. Okay. Davina's probably more accepting of <clears throat> things like that than I am. I'm just already so broken that she can't do any more damage. <laughs> <laughs> True. I'm, I'm nothing but glass inside. Okay. So you they talked about Brene Brown in the conference. Yes. Is there anything else you wanted to add about that? I doubt it. Okay. It really was just like how she's the queen of vulnerability and talks a lot about empathy and sympathy and like how we need to use that in school and blah, blah, blah. Yes. Okay. So I don't want to ruin the entire episode yeah okay so um yes we're gonna talk about empathy and sympathy today Brene brown has an awesome um video slash ted talk or whatever presentation on um the differences between sympathy and empathy can you oh maybe i shouldn't ask you this but i'm going to anyway do you know how to like put the link on social media like, I mean, obviously, we can share it to Facebook, but do you know how to put it on like TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my, I'm tonguing my dog it's right so now. So fucking gross. Lucy's <laughs> <laughs> like, my. <laughs> um, But do you know how to put it on like TikTok and Instagram? Mm hmm. Do you really? I'll figure it out. I know you can, like, on Instagram. Anyway, moving on. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll put the video that Emily's talking about on. The socials. But I do have her, the transcript of that video on here. So, and I highlighted a few of, a, a few of the key <laughs> things. A few of the key things. Do you want me to read it in a very Brene voice? <laughs> um, Yeah. Can you see it? Yeah. I was just kidding. I don't oh. know that I have a Brene okay. voice, but I could try. So some of the main things that she mentions in here, um, that one of the biggest differences between empathy and sympathy is that empathy fuels connection. Sympathy drives disconnection. Ooh, Mm-hmm. I know that I've seen this a million times, but every yeah yeah yeah. Um, there are four qualities of empathy that Brene talks about. One is perspective taking, so that's the ability to take the perspective of another person or recognize their perspective as their truth. Mm-hmm. Which is like, let's just talk about that for a second. Recognizing that as their truth is like mm-hmm. mm,
1: chef Well, Pitt, and so beautiful.
0: <clears throat> I hate when you do that. What? <laughs> Nothing. Chef kiss. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck me. (laughs) I don't really hate it. That's just what fell out of my mouth. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Um. Fuck. What was I just gonna say? What are we talking about? (laughs) Another person, right? (laughs) Perspective as their truth. Oh, yep. And not trying to judge that. Not saying like, oh, well, I get it, but you know, not adding on to like why their truth is wrong because whatever that person is experiencing, that's very real to them at that time. And I think that's hard because we all have our own opinions and perspectives and we think that we're right. Right. And so looking at somebody and be like, understanding that what they're going through and what they're trying to explain to you is their truth. And just accepting it as that it's really fucking hard. Right. Cause how many times do you want to be like, yeah, but I know how to fix it. Mm-hmm. I like, oh, don't want you fucking fix me. <clears throat> so I think, well, that's another thing. Well, we'll, we'll get to that later. Um, the next qu- one of the qualities of empathy is staying out of judgment, which you just mentioned. um, recognizing emotion and other people. wait time I'll go back Saying out of judgment I really like this next line not easy when you enjoy it as much as most of us do which is true like I'm a judgy bitch and I pride myself on being super non-judgmental but how many times But when have... it comes to it you are yeah everybody yeah. is because how many times do you see somebody walking down the street and you immediately have a snap judgment right like that guy looks creepy <laughs> like, that girl looks like a hoe mm-hmm. you know like how many times do you have that snap judgment and you don't always catch it yeah anyway sorry um, recognizing emotion in other people and then communicating that mm-hmm. empathy is feeling with people, not feeling for people with, yeah, with, um, empathy is a choice and it is a vulnerable choice. Again, coming from the queen of vulnerability. Well, and that's why it's hard because we don't like to be vulnerable. Being vulnerable means we're opening up an emotional side of ourselves that we don't want people to see. And it's getting in touch with those things and allowing that vulnerability. Fuck off, you two. <laughs> Deuce. Well, <laughs> I swear sometimes my dog is like a human. You just keep talking about Brene. I want to take a picture of what's happening. <laughs> um, something that Brene talks about in here is silver lining um, other people's problems. So... um. <laughs> it's a photo shoot right now. Um, you're like whispering. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put those on the gram. Um, so where was I? Yes, yeah, silver lining. Um, so and so the, I'm trying to think of the <clears throat> examples that she has. Okay, um, I think my marriage is falling apart. At least you have a marriage. Johnny's getting kicked out of school. Well, at least Sarah's an a nice student. So you're taking the problems that they have and minimizing it yep. by the positives in their life. Well, and that's that's just it though, it's like I don't think anybody's ever being like, I don't have anything good. It's just like this is what I'm struggling with. Right. Yeah. And even if you meet the most pessimistic person in the world who everything sucks, right? Mm-hmm. Again, it's not your position to say, <clears throat> well, at least you have this one thing. They fucking know what they have. Mm-hmm. But they're want they're wanting to talk to you about their pain and their suffering and what's going on. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and then one of the last things that Brene shares in this This little presentation says, if I share something, if I share something with you, that's very difficult. I'd rather you say, I don't even know what to say right now. I'm so glad you told me because the truth is rarely can a, what? (laughs) Because the truth is rarely a response makes something better. What the fuck? Yeah. This transcript is fucked, but basically it's saying that empathy is something that helps you connect with people um, vulnerability is difficult. Um, but if someone opens up to you, they would rather you say like, I don't know what to say. Like, I'm here. If you need me, I'm so glad you were open and honest with me. Mm -hmm. Not like, Oh, sorry. Yeah. I feel sorry for you. Cause that's the last thing people want is right. And in sympathy is that the last people it's the last, whoa. It's the last thing that people want in sympathy is I feel sorry for you. Right. Right. Cause you don't want to someone to feel sorry for you. Right. You don't want to be pitied. You want to be understood. And I think mm-hmm. that's the big difference. A big statement that I use a lot is thank you for sharing that with me. Mm-hmm. Kind of honoring their feeling that way and honoring that they've chosen to be vulnerable with you and mm-hmm. thanking them for that. And empowering them in that too. Because like we talk- Empower talked about, them in their pain. Yeah. And like like we talked about, being vulnerable is hard. So if somebody <clears throat> opens up to you with this level of vulnerability, thanking them for the ability to say, I'm really struggling. This is really hard for me. And I'm trusting you with this part of my story. And so just using that, like, thank you, thank you for sharing that with me. Because I know that was really hard for you. Yeah. And I also use a lot, like, I can't even imagine what that must feel like. And I tell a lot of my clients, like, I'm not even going to pretend to understand. Right. Because I don't get it, but I am absolutely here for you and we'll go through this together. And again, it's just that acknowledging that I have no fucking idea. And that <clears throat> happens sometimes. It's like, sometimes you don't get it. Right. But that doesn't mean you can't be empathetic. Mm-hmm. So... This reminds me, okay, so I'm kind of skipping around (laughs) in my notes right now. Um, In 1855, Walt Whitman described his reaction to a person in pain, um, and I think it perfectly describes the difference between sympathy and empathy. So the poem is called Song of Myself, and he says, I do not ask a wounded person how he feels. I myself become the wounded person. My heart turns livid upon me and I lean on a cane and observe. Mm. Love. So, yes. Love. So, okay. <clears throat> I feel like us talking just now about like all the Brene Brown and stuff, we kind of described what sympathy and empathy were, but let's just go ahead and describe or define those. Okay. Okay. Um, So So why don't, do you want to say, do you want to read sympathy or empathy? Whatever. Here's, I'm going to be honest. I didn't do research, so I'm really just reading Emily's notes. You guys, (laughs) it's okay. You can do empathy. I get to be the nice one. Yeah. (gasps) You do love me. I do sometimes. Okay. So empathy, empathy is the capacity to understand or feel what another person is experiencing from within their frame of reference. That is the capacity to place oneself in another's position. So, in other words, opening yourself to being vulnerable with somebody's vulnerabilities. Mm-hmm. And you have a really – the quote today is really good. I like and it. And it – yeah. Let me make sure I saved it. Go ahead. <clears throat> so, sympathy, on the other hand, is the perception or the understanding in reaction to the distress or need of another – it says another life form. Ooh. Yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah. So, the the – and OK, <laughs> I have a list of differences here. OK, um, so empathy is a term that we use for the ability to actually understand another person's feelings as if we were having those feelings ourselves. It can also mean projecting our own feeling onto a work of art or another object. Mm-hmm. Whereas uh-huh. sympathy mm-hmm. refers to the ability to take part in someone else's feelings, mostly by feeling sorrowful about their misfortune. It can also be used in relation to opinions or taste. Like when you say that you have sympathy for a political cause, like, oh, I feel so bad that they have to go through that. Mm -hmm. Like at what point when you say something like that, are you taking the time to try to acknowledge their experience? Mm -hmm. So yesterday, without being too um, graphic or open, you kind of explained a very uh, in-depth situation to me about um, a situation in your life where you felt like you weren't having empathy being given towards you or rather not even sympathy either. Um, did I talk about this on the podcast? No. Okay. I was like, I don't fucking remember. No, you talked to me about it in your car. I talked about a lot. Of, oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is there any way that like you can kind of talk about that without, I think there are certain outing anything. Yeah. Buddy. Anybody- Yeah. I think there are certain points in all of our lives and I'll use myself as an example, because yesterday was a real example. I was a little spicy and on edge about stuff. So there was part of me that was, it was very much just like, yeah, I get it, but I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like, cool, it must be really hard, but who cares? Get over it. Mm -hmm. But then there was the other side of me. It's like, okay, but that empath in me who wants to be empathetic with people understands like this situation must be extremely difficult. And I can't even imagine what it would feel like to experience what this person is experiencing. Mm -hmm. So the empath in me is very much saying like I acknowledge and I honor what they're feeling and what they're experiencing. But then the other side of me at the same time was just very much like, but I also don't give a fuck. I want to be selfish for a second. I want to not care. And Mm -hmm. I think, Using myself as an example, I think there is that very real dichotomy in every single person. You have the ability to be empathetic if you would like to be and if you will listen to that and tap into that. However, my default setting is always like, fuck you, I don't care. Right. So it's harder and it's and it's more complex to look into that deeper side and acknowledge like, what must this be like for the other person? Yeah. And it in my situation, it is a very personal, raw and real thing that's happening. And it would be easy to use the sympathy side and just be like, well, sucks us up, but it is what it is. Mm -hmm. And it's harder to touch on that empathic side and say, okay, but let's acknowledge what their experience must be like right now. Mm -hmm. Well, and I'm a very firm believer in every behavior has a reason. That's like one of my favorite fucking things. Every behavior has a reason. So, and I know, I know when I say this, it's going to make me seem like I just let fucking people just like bulldoze me (laughs) all the time. But like if someone treats me like shit, if they're yelling at me or fucking just being a horrible person to me, that's not my first reaction. Well, in some cases, it is. (laughs) But in most cases, it's like I just take it and I say, you know what? They are acting this way for a reason. I know it's not about me. I know it's about something going on in their lives, and I just have to accept that. Because, I mean, I I try not to take things too personally, but then there are times where I have, like, panic attacks on your kitchen floor. I got you. (laughs) But, I mean, most of the time, Mm -hmm. I try my very hardest to keep that mindset of, like, okay, it's not me. Yeah. I know that they have shit going on, um, and and try to put yourself in their shoes. Well, At least – imagine, you know? Well, and I don't think that that means like you let people bulldoze over you because you know how to set boundaries and uh, (laughs) I said set them. I didn't say enforce them. Those are two very different things. Yes. Very different. True. However, understanding that behavior does have a purpose. And I'm a firm believer in that too. Like all behavior has a purpose. So if somebody is pissed off and screaming at you, what's underneath that? Right. What are they afraid of? What are they feeling guilty about? Because I know damn well I didn't do anything to really cause that unless I just really made you mad. But but again, a good yeah. Davina is making me do shadow work. She's not making me. I said I wanted to, and she's making me actually follow through with my words. Oh, she, what a bitch! I, know. <laughs> I have not done shit. <laughs> Says Sorry. the shadow book fucking tarot cards sitting <laughs> in our office. Hey, giving you tools does not make you do anything with them. Only a poor carpenter blames his tools. Fuck off. Do you guys want to do this podcast without me today? Jesus. You'd probably be better, actually. I'm in a mood right now. I haven't eaten in a little while. Um, but no, like it is having to allow yourself the permission to recognize vulnerability mm-hmm. and to understanding what parts in yourselves are allowing their behavior to trigger you. Um, so same situation. I mean, like I had a client the other day who was super upset and was like screaming and yelling at me. And it was a very, very intense situation. And she's like, fuck you. It's because of fucking people like you, Mm -hmm. you know, and I could have gotten really offended and worked up and I just sat down and I was like, okay, maybe it is people like me. Tell me what you mean by that. Mm -hmm. Because underneath that anger was something bigger. Right. And having to get, so I don't think it means you're letting people bulldoze over you. I think you're just waiting for that bigger purpose. Mm -hmm. Like what is the purpose behind this behavior? How is Mm -hmm. this behavior protecting you and keeping you safe? Mm -hmm. And sometimes, I mean, you don't have to know what that is either. Like, You don't have to be the person to help them discover that but at least be the person that shows them the kindness that you know like yeah you can treat me like that but i'm still here for you and i still care about you yeah and that's part of being empathetic Mm -hmm. and not sympathetic like sorry you feel that way and i i want to i want to also say like sympathy isn't an inappropriate or or bad thing to have for other people but um, using it in the appropriate situations (laughs) is a Mm -hmm. whole nother thing. And I think that the, going back to the Brene Brown video, um, they, so she describes it as like, there's a hole that was broken in the ground. The little fox climbed in there and they were like, Hey, I'm stuck. I'm stuck in this dark place. I need help. And this little bear crawls down and he's like, Hey, I've been here before. I know how you feel. I'm here for you. Right. And then like this little antelope pops in. He's like, "Mm, that sucks. Want a sandwich? Like, I don't know how to help you. Right. Yeah. And that, that always makes me think about like when, when somebody dies, you lose somebody. And then after the funeral for the first week, people are bringing over fucking meals. It's like, Jesus Christ. And then I, I would really like to dive further into this, maybe like in an episode on grief, but it's like, Uh who's there for you when the meals stop? Sympathy can only go so far. You can't feed me for the rest of my fucking life. Nope. Sympathy can only go so far. Empathy is that long-term thing that you need to strive for Mm -hmm. because it's like, who's there when those meals are gone? Because everybody's sorry for you when you first lose somebody, but Mm -hmm. who's there for you when the meals stop? And those bonds are beautiful too, because like, that's how you can tell the real people who like really want to be involved in your life and who care about I'm um, watching you thrive and, and become a beautiful fucking plant that you are. <clears throat> <Ooh. clears throat> Make sure you water yourself and your friends. <laughs> Don't say it yet. You just fucking ruined it. Oh, my running. God. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's just delete the whole fucking podcast. <laughs> Start over. Scrub it. I mean, that's really all I have on sympathy and empathy. Um, I love the topic. And that's it. Davina, did we miss anything? You can be our surprise guest again. Scream from your corner of the couch. Do you want to talk about the difference between empathy and being an empath? Ooh, now I do. Okay. I didn't before, but I do now. Any Any commentary, Davina? Want to crawl over here? <laughs> no, you guys got it. Oh God. <laughs> okay. So the difference between empathy and being an empath. <clears throat> so empathy is just that ability to be able to acknowledge somebody else's experience and be one with that. Being an empath is very different. It's that ability to essentially absorb the feelings and vulnerabilities of another person and portraying that. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's kind of like as an empath, I can feel what you feel. So if you're sad, I'm going to cry with you. If you're mad, I can feel that tension in the air. Like I can feel it in every cell of my body. Um, so I think those are the biggest differences. What do you think? You're just nodding. I no, I agree. I mean, you're saying all the right things. Davina? I'm going to go back to my favorite word of the month is intention. Intention. <clears throat> Having empathy for someone is intentionally putting yourself kind of in their shoes and feeling that. Being an empath, you don't really control that. You just pick up right everybody's energy and it can go even as far as physical feeling. If somebody breaks their arm, mm-hmm. you physically feel your arm break. Um, and not everybody's that way, but, um, I think a lot of people are like, Oh, I'm an empath because I can have empathy for people. And they don't realize that there's a difference. There is a big difference. And then you dive into like self-care, self-care, self-care. Cause if you're surrounding yourself like with hurt people, you eventually will just go home and be like, well, and even not just being an empath, but even being empathetic. Right. It's hard. And it's, it's very hard. It takes a physical toll on you because you really are relating to somebody else's experience. And that's why we have things like vicarious trauma and burnout. Mm-hmm. Because when you spend all of your time expressing empathy to other people, it's yeah. exhausting. Yeah, It's exhausting. And that's why burnout is so prevalent in the mental health field. Because we do. We spend so much time being empathetic with other people. And that vicarious trauma, I... I listen day in and day out to these traumatizing experiences that I kind of personalize some of those. And eventually I may experience trauma because of my client's trauma. Yes. And having to be self-aware that being empathetic is not an easy thing. (laughs) Lucy's like, tell me about it. (laughs) Lucy's like, I'm so tired. But it's, it is one of those things. It's like, yes, you can be sympathetic and it's okay. You can be empathetic and it's okay. Mm Mm-hmm but recognize that sympathy is the easier option because it's easier for me to be like, Oh shit, that sucks. I'm sorry. Here's a casserole. And then walk away and go Mm -hmm. on with my day. It's harder to sit down with somebody and experience that with them and be there with them through all of that. And feel their pain and cry their tears. And yeah. Yep. Yep. Bye. -bye. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Now I don't, I don't have anything else. Now I'm emotional. Jeez. This is hard. Then we can go eat burritos. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Burrito. Okay. okay. What is our quote this week? Okay. So let's talk about, um, the quote if I can find it. Where did it go? Oh my God. Oh, Emily talk about something. You're stressing me. You're stressing me. I'm big stress Stressing time. me. Oh, did you see, um, one of our listeners? So this isn't our quote, but somebody, one of our listeners sent this on our Facebook and they're like, this made me think of you girls. So it says, don't forget to drink water and get some sun. You're basically a houseplant with more complicated emotions. It made me so happy. I love. I know. I saw that. It was the cutest ever. I was like, you're really fucking right. Mm -hmm. And now I'm trying to figure out like what houseplant would I be? I would definitely be a Fittonia and just be like, every time (laughs) I. Fucking nerve plant. you Yeah. You are a dramatic little bitch. So. Yeah. I don't know what I would be. I would be that or the complete opposite and be a snake plant. And be like, nothing can faze me. <laughs> Never water me, I'm fine. So you're either severely independent or severely codependent. There's no like, in there's no in between. I don't know what kind of plant I would be. I need to think about that. I think you would be, um, I see you being a spider plant. I was gonna say something viney. I will yeah, I, I think because of that and because like you when I think of you, I think of like little touchy feelies like all directions. So nice. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean I don't touch people randomly, but you touch my heart. Oh, stop. <laughs> I feel like we cry in every episode <laughs> talking about how much we like each other. <laughs> well, so we talked the other day about like having soulmates. Yes, we did talk. This was last night. Yeah. This has nothing to do with empathy versus sympathy. No, BT dubs. This is a total sidebar. However, we talked about like how you can have multiple soulmates mm-hmm. and it doesn't just have to be like your partner or your significant other. It's like, I feel like I have soulmates with a lot of fucking people. I'm convinced you're mine. Two of them are in this room. I mean, my soul (laughs) connects with a lot of people. Yeah. You know, Carnahan's another one. Like, I just have all these people that my soul's like, I recognize you and I respect you and I just need, I need you in my life. Well, I want to talk about something spooky too. Spooky. So when we were with Davina like two weeks ago, we were in Rapid. Um, We were talking about like our souls and and past lives and stuff. Um, You mentioned, which... I don't know. It made me feel some type of way. You're like, you just had both of you said you have a really light soul. Yeah. Like it's like you've either lived your lives immaculously in the past or you're just brand fucking new, which I thought was weird because I was like, I just feel like an old soul, but whatever. And then you're like, I just feel I feel like I was your mom in a past life Mm -hmm. just because like I have like this motherly instinct to like love you and protect you. Yeah. And I was like, I love you. Well, and that's just like my nature in general. I'm a very, like, I'm a nurturer. That's what I do. Mm -hmm. I take care of people. And that's why I think I'm good at my job. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do, I really like, and I've thought about it a lot since and Like, I still don't like, I don't feel like your soul is heavy. There's no heaviness in your soul. And I think that's why things impact you so deeply is because (laughs) that's why you cry all the time, bitch, (laughs) sensitive hoe. (laughs) (laughs) probably (laughs) I meant that very kindly because like those souls that have been through a lot of heaviness tend to be a little more guarded and hard Mm -hmm. and your soul is just so like airy and free and like fucking floats around you walk into a room and everybody wants to kind of like giggle a little bit (laughs) even when you're not okay you just have this air about you like I feel like if you're an element you'd be an air element just fucking blowing through it I am an air sign See, Aquarius is an air sign told you anyway Here's our quote. I'm ready for the quote. Give it to me. This is Morgan Harper Nichols. And it's more of a poem than it is a quote, but it says empathy. Let me hold the door for you. I may have never walked a mile in your shoes, but I can see that your souls are worn and your strength is torn under the weight of a story I have never lived before. So let me hold the door for you. After all you've walked through, it's the least that I can do. Mm, I know. I love. I kind of want to cry all that. But that's it. That's our episode this week. I like this one a whole lot more than last night's. <laughs> See, and I didn't hate last night's. So I just didn't love I it. did not. You didn't. It's, it's like that episode was to me as the political um, self-care episode was to you. Oh, yeah. That one made me feel real gross. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We can add it to our list of episodes we've recorded and never posted. Mm. Our ghost epies. Oh. <gasps> Make sure you water yourself and your friends. We'll see you next week on time. Hopefully. Yes, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Knock on wood. Bye. Bye.